When you need your work truck to work as hard as you do, trust Delphi Technologies to deliver the parts built for the toughest work environments. From construction sites to long distance hauling, go with the aftermarket supplier known for its 100 plus years of OE heritage and expertise. Go to DelphiAftermarket.com today. Welcome to the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast, and welcome to 2021. Uh, most of us had thought that we would be putting 2020 behind us, uh, and that we were looking uh, brightly towards a promising new year ahead, and without getting into the details, it didn't seem to last too long, did it? Anyhow, in this space, in the coming weeks and months, there will be interviews with uh, industry professionals, uh, giving shops and uh, auto parts businesses across Canada, uh, advice that we're hopeful they can use to make their businesses better, understand the dynamics, and to showcase some of the best aspects of Canada's aftermarket. Uh, with that in mind, I didn't want to just leave you with a welcome. So here's a couple of things to think about uh, for 2021 and, and beyond. Now, for 2020, uh, we certainly saw a drastic reduction in uh, miles traveled by the bulk of Canada's consumer-driven population. Now, this meant that a lot of vehicles were sitting idle for extended periods of time, and certainly at the service level, there's ample evidence to show that uh, this had changed some patterns about uh, service, uh, a lot more uh, boosts required, uh, CAA, uh, has certainly been uh, running hard uh, the service providers there to give people boosts uh, on uh, relatively newer vehicles uh, simply because they're not being driven very much and when they are they're being driven uh, quite sporadically a kilometer here or there to pick up groceries and other essential travel uh, and not even to work and home because home is work for many people in the country now on the flip side uh, there's uh, been a huge uptick in uh, delivery drivers and delivery services uh, for everything from uh, office supplies and daily goods to meals all of those categories and the casual uh, or often casual uh, fleet delivery services uh, that uh, take up that space have really been pressed to the maximum. So we have a bit of a dichotomy. Uh, we have uh, uh, our traditional aftermarket market of daily drivers uh, doing much less and creating uh, service opportunities that may be a little different. Uh, the uh, uh, the services that uh, tend to come up for vehicles that have been neglected, uh, everything from chewed wires to uh, rusted brakes to dead batteries. And uh, it's a good opportunity uh, for service providers to reach out to their consumer and customer base uh, to ensure that they understand that just because a car isn't being driven doesn't mean it does not need service. Uh, from the other standpoint, it's a sort of a different fleet, uh, not necessarily professional fleets, uh, self-drivers, uh, uh, you know, uh, car cars owned by the driver, uh, picking up meals, uh, running back and forth, but putting on much more mileage than they're used to. Uh, they need to be aware that they're putting a lot of extra mileage on their vehicles and going to require uh, additional services that may not have anticipated. Uh, in a uh, third aspect to look at is that when the pandemic hit in the middle, uh, uh, early 2020, but throughout the summer months, an extensive number of people 
really moved from public transit and picked up uh, used vehicles because they were concerned about uh, congregating on, on public transit. Uh, a lot of those vehicles are going through their first winter under that owner. Uh, quite a few of the used vehicles were, were very low priced, uh, high mileage vehicles. So there's going to be a lot of concern there. Uh, as well as uh, budget considerations for those customers. Uh, I'm sure that uh, everybody is aware of uh, what that means. Uh, but all in all, the overall drivers towards quality products that are going to be uh, corrosion resistant uh, where it is uh, uh, necessary, where it's, it's suitable, uh, and certainly to keep reaching out to customers to ensure they understand that it's not always mileage base that is going to drive the need for service on their vehicle. Uh, now, as we are seeing also a continuation uh, uh, in and out of times of economic shutdown, the need for non-contact uh, uh, dealing with uh, customers is, is probably going to be with us for the duration. Uh, now, for the short term, a number of businesses uh, sort of had uh, jury rigged situations where they could uh, uh, make it work for a while, but for uh, a lot of others, uh, they realized early on they needed to have the technology in place to uh, uh, provide proper, as seamless as possible, customer uh, relationships, customer communication, and transactional uh, component uh, of their business as well, without having to actually uh, bring customers into their place of business. For anybody out there who is still not having a seamless integrated system in place, you really need to look at it. Uh, we are not going to be leaving uh, this uh, stage anytime soon. And even when we do, uh, the great preponderance of customers will be expecting to be able to do the transactional piece of their business uh, as in a non-contact basis. So we'll take a look at that. It's a worthwhile investment uh, in your future. Uh, in, in addition, of course, uh, re learning to reach out to consumers and maintain the next best thing to face-to-face -face contact, whether it's through emails or uh, digital vehicle inspections and other ways of uh, communicating your value to customers uh, is is going to really be uh, uh, you know an ongoing uh, reality for for all businesses, not the least of which is the automotive aftermarket. Uh, on the longer term, for anybody who is still on the fence wondering about whether EVs, electric vehicles, are going to be a, uh, our future, uh, take note the uh, manufacturers have really doubled down on it. Billions of dollars are being invested to build EVs by our uh, domestic manufacturers. This is really echoing uh, ongoing investments worldwide into EV production. Uh, there's no secret that uh, Tesla's uh, success in that space has spurred that uh, uh, investment. Uh, nobody wants to get left behind. And as I noted, so anybody who uh, is still uh, casting doubt about whether or not they should invest in their uh, education and their learning and their preparedness for the electrical vehicle market should really uh, think twice. There's no question in my mind that this is where our, the future of the automotive uh, business is going to be. 
Yes, it's going to take a long time for those vehicles to make the preponderance of the vehicle population on our roads. Uh, but having said that, that's good news. We can start to learn. We can start to develop supply chains. Uh, suppliers can develop their offerings uh, in those markets. And certainly at the service level, uh, you know, where we're already seeing these vehicles, uh, they can continue to learn and treat those as building blocks for the future. The last component uh, for 2021 and something that you could do uh, today is to ensure that you both uh, educate yourself about the Your Car, Your Data, Your Choice uh, initiative that uh, the Automotive Industries Association of Canada has recently signed on to. Uh, go and sign the petition. Now, if you go to either Indie Garage or Jobber Nation, and if you don't see the story on the home page, if you just search for your car, your data in the search box up in the top right hand corner, a story will come up give you a little bit of education. There will be a link there to the petition to sign. Now, I know a lot of service providers have signed a lot of petitions over the years, but this one is really important. Uh, there's a, a really a significant structural change going on. It is tied in somewhat to the electrical vehicle development, uh, which is also uh, you know connected to the connected vehicle developments, coming 5G, uh, where you're no longer going to have uh, the ability to plug into a port and and pull that diagnostic information. So you need to have uh, access to that diagnostic information going forward. Uh, currently, that is not a given. Uh, so we need to push forward to ensure that you do have access to that information going forward for the good of your customers. Now, uh, you should also promote that to your customers. Uh, educate them where you can, certainly the ones that you have a, a good relationship with. Uh, if you are connected to a banner program at the service provider level, or if you are an auto parts uh, business connected to a warehouse, most of the major warehouses already have some materials for you that you can use to promote uh, and discuss and educate your co consumer base about this issue. Uh, take advantage of it, make your calls, uh, send your emails, sign the petition, sign the petition, sign the petition. As I said, we've got a lot of uh, interviews coming up on the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast. We're going to have uh, shop investigations, technical looks, a lot of business uh, digging into business issues. I hope you join us. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Everybody stay safe, be well. And uh, here's looking forward to a really strong 2021. Thank you. Listening to the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast, brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at indiegarage.ca and jobbernation.ca, a brand of Chat Integrated Media. Pothole damage to a vehicle's chassis is always a concern, no matter the size or time of year. If the worst does happen, you can count on Delphi Technologies steering and suspension parts to get your customers back on the road again. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com.